Hey everybody, welcome to Black and White Reviews, the show where we talk about our favorite shows, movies, music, whatever we want in deep uh, detail. <laughs> so again, spoiler alert, spoiler warning, uh, I am Lee. And I am Will. And we're going to be discussing some more WandaVision today. We're going to be going over episode 6, the new Halloween spooktacular. Ooh. Um, so, this episode, it, it's funny because I feel like this is the episode that I've, I've been like waiting for it to get to since we started seeing trailers for it. You know, we kept seeing them dressed up in their in the you know traditional comic book hero garb, and then that scene where he's talking to Agnes in the car. Like we, I kept seeing that in the trailers and going, "Oh man, this show is going to be weird." Yeah, they and, really hammered that scene home in the trailers leading up to this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I'm glad they did because this is where like this is where Vision just like he knows basically knows everything that's going on to a point, but obviously. Um, doesn't know everything because he's got no memory or recollection of who the, even the Avengers are. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, what what's your? I mean, aside from this being like, yeah, this is hard hitting. This is kind of all the stuff that they were getting into. What's your what's your thought on the episode as a whole? My thought on the episode, I thought it was another great episode. Um, there's a couple of things that were a little bit missed for me. One thing that I'm gonna nitpick about right up at the front, I'm shocked that they went Malcolm in the middle and they didn't do something from the nineties. Yeah. You know, they, they yes. completely skipped over the 90s because Malcolm in the Middle started. I looked it up. Malcolm in the Middle started in 2000. 2000. So I was like, wait exactly. a minute. Exactly. I was because my thought process was, you know, something from the 90s. What was bigger than 90s? Well, obviously, you have something like Roseanne that was centered around a family. You have something like Friends, right. but that really doesn't fit because that doesn't involve much of a family element. So I was wondering Married exactly. With children. Yeah. Married with Children is another one that I th- they could have gone so many different ways. Yeah, the Married with Children is another one that I thought that they were going to go to, but I was just hmm, okay. They completely skipped over <clears throat> the '90s and they went right to the 2000s, and here we have Malcolm in the Middle. I thought the opening was brilliant. <laughs> I thought oh, the yeah. opening was really, really funny, and it really it got pretty close to the opening to Malcolm in the Middle, if anybody remembers. And I thought that was just really right. well done. Um, yeah, that's, that's, totally that's... agree. As soon as it started off, that's how, that was my first thought. I'm like, video camera, and then, you know, they even get into the episode, and it's that, you know, breaking the fourth wall, like, first mm-hmm. person, like, talking to the camera thing, and I'm like, okay, this is clearly Malcolm in the middle. Um, so my thought was, um, a, a couple of theories I had to kind of, I guess, sort of back up why I wasn't so mad about it, because at first I was like, wait, Malcolm in the Middle was 2000. I looked it up, I'm like, see, right here, 2000. What's the matter with people? <laughs> you I know? did the same thing, man. Um, You're not alone. I did the exact same thing. <laughs> that was that was my initial response, because actually, it's funny. Um, I want to say, was it around the time we watched Breaking Bad? Maybe it was after we watched all of Breaking Bad. Like, let's watch Malcolm in the Middle. We realized how funny that show was, because mm-hmm. I remember enjoying it when it first came out, but my wife and I both watched it, and we're like, this show's really good. I no, like it. it was- uh, anyway, the show's awesome. The show's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, so I, I noticed that and I was like, OK, right off the bat. But then I started thinking, I'm like, even the last episode wasn't so much 80s. It was very cleaned up. It was like late 80s, early 90s in reality. So, mm, you know, could I could I forgive it? And say that they're kind of going on the cusp with the last two episodes as far as which decade it really was, because I mean, even the way that I, you could definitely look at episode five and say that could have been an early 90s show, too. So, meh, 
I'll forgive it. Wasn't because really an early '90s show. No, it wasn't. But that wasn't just Family Ties that they were spoofing. They were spoofing a few others too. They but, were. Mostly, I mean, I'm just thinking. If you listen, if you want to give it the a introduction, pass, can, the introduction, yes. If you want to give it a pass, I'll, man, I'll go ahead and give it a pass. I'm not. <laughs> I, I want. I okay. wanted something in the '90s because it ruins a theory that I had for what the 2000s was going to be. Mm-hmm. If they right. even still go with that. Oh, yeah. I, 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 go ahead. They can still do that because it's like the 2010s and stuff. You know, I wouldn't, like we talked about before, they really could go into like more of a, like a first person, like The Office or That's Arrested Development type thing. And, yeah. And again, and I we have that from a, a yeah. couple of different um, of trailers that have been out where you have went, Wanda sitting down, kind of looking in the camera, giving an interview. And I was like, ooh, 2000s will definitely, right. you know, be all about The Office. And I was kind of looking. Yeah, and there's that, ton, but... there's tons of shows that are like that too, and you know that are still out now. So they could be spoofing things in the next episode. We shall see. Okay. Okay. Um, but I mean, I think there's a lot of it where, I mean, I remember we were talking before saying, "Oh, '90s, it has to be like they have to do a, like a Full House thing." They went, they went very, 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 very subtle with their Full House reference, which mm. was in that episode that started off looking like Family Ties, where they're running through the grass, going up towards the gazebo. It's like, that was the closest they got to Full House. I'm like, meh, I'll yeah. allow it. You know? Yeah. I was a little disappointed. They should have, it would have been pretty interesting if they had some type of other connection that, like, gave a nod over to the Olsen twins. You know what? Um, I don't I know if you thought... knew about that, but they actually talked about, um, they talked about Elizabeth Olsen coming in to play Michelle on Fuller House when they first brought that back. Oh, wow. And I guess it just didn't work out. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, though. because they would get when the you, sister to play her instead. When you go back and you watch the um the opening credits of episode five, and they're going through all the pictures, there is a picture of mm. Elizabeth Olsen when she's younger, and she's a spitting mm-hmm. image of the Olsen twins when they were children right. from Full House. So that mm-hmm. had me fooled. I was like, ooh, I wonder if that's actually either Mary Kate or Ashley in that picture, and they're just kind of passing <laughs> it off to be Elizabeth. Because I well, I'm still trying to figure out how they had a picture of baby vision when there was no baby vision. But anyway, <laughs> that just confused me. Here's here's a baby that looks like vision, but but no, that doesn't make any sense. No, it almost reminds me of uh, the island where they all kind of had those memories implanted in with the you know there was the bike with the tassels on it, and then there was like an apple pie on the window. Mm. It's like yeah, those are all memory implants that all you clones get. Jesus, it's like, oh man. But anyway, so this episode was definitely, like we said, getting into. I mean, I feel like every episode we're getting deeper and deeper into it. But this is the first time where Vision's like, I'm done with this, and I'm and I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. But to not get too far, let's just kind of go along with the first thing that was introduced in the last episode. Before this was obviously the the return of uh, Pietro Maximoff. But he's coming back as, um, what's it, Evan Peters? So we've got him in there filling in for, uh, for the other dude. Okay, interesting. But the entire time, Wanda does not trust him. She doesn't trust him, and with kind of good reason. Because, again, of course. Um, this, last week I brought up what was going on with the, um, the previously on and everything else. And I pointed out the line change that was in there. And this week's episode, the previously on, we actually see Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was Pietro in age of Ultron. Like we actually see him right. and he's, you know, we, we see him when he dies. 
So mm-hmm. <laughs> that even further kind of confused me. I was not expecting to see him at all. That being said, I mean, I'll get into it right now. There's a conversation that takes place between Evan Peters, Pietro, and, and, and Wanda later on in this episode. I'm fully on board with reality is torn. And we're starting to mm-hmm. see some kind of bleed over. And even before we really get into it, you and I talked a little bit in private, and I was surprised that neither one of us really brought it up. But this is something that has potentially been happening for a while now, especially within the MCU, because J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons was introduced at the end of Far From Home. So right. what exactly is it are we watching? And then my mind just started going off with different kind of theories. Was it, Well, was it Hulk and his snap? And everything that he went through, mm-hmm. I tried to bring her back when he's talking about um, Natasha. I tried to bring her back. Well, what did he do? What did Tony do right. when he snapped? We, we really don't know. And we're starting to see some something is going on. Something is definitely going mm-hmm. on. And I have a, a theory that I'll talk about later about what it could potentially be. But I'm, I'm fully on board. Yeah. Evan Peters in the show I'm fully on board with him. He is Quicksilver, just from a completely different universe. I'm fully oh, yeah. on board with this right now. Oh yeah, no, me too. Okay, I just cool. it's it's strange because the thing is, he, I mean, as we get into here, like he does, he does know that he is, but he isn't at the same yes, time. Yes, yes. So he knows he knows more, and um, yeah. Anyway, we'll 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 get into that exactly. So anyway. Um, so it kind of starts off with them getting ready for, uh, well, they're just getting ready in the morning and they're playing around like, oh, our creepy uncle, I think he's dead. Maybe he's not dead. And he's like running around the house. And I mean, the, the, I can keep saying over and over again, so much Malcolm in the middle with the flashbacks mm-hmm. and with the interactions between the brothers. It just, you really felt like you were watching that. You know, I was, I was really hoping Brian Cranston would pop in for a second, you know, and it just, it would just fit. But it anyway, she comes down the stairs. <laughs> so she comes down the stairs, fully uh, Scarlet Witch. Yep. And, like, and her son, who I was kind of surprised he was so brutal. What are you, old Red Riding Hood? <laughs> she was. I was like, wow, that's kind of brutal for a kid, you know. Like I expected maybe the brother to say that, you know, Pietro. Mm. But anyway, old Red Riding Hood. I'm a, and I'm a Sokovian fortune teller. Okay. And then he, he responds back with like, oh, man, this is worse than the year we got typhus. And it shows that it does this perfectly done Malcolm in the middle flashback to the two of them trick or treating in weird costumes with some old lady giving them a fish that they have to split <laughs> to share. One, one fish <laughs> to share. <laughs> like one. And, and, and of course, it's just they keep on embodying the humor of everything they're emulating. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I really, really enjoy that. Yes. Because again, I love every show that they've, they've done. They've I used to it. watch. I love it. They've nailed it. Yeah. So then she's just kind of surprised like, Oh yeah, that's not exactly how I remember it. You know? And you know, we're going on to it. So like that could be playing into the whole thing where she's confused. Doesn't understand that in a different, you in a different universe, you know, or however they look at different reality or whatever, there were different things that happened altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, these people existed. Yes, they had powers, but they had a whole whole different life. You know, um, so she's not remembering it that way because that's not how it happened in her reality. Maybe but it might have other, happened like that in his. Like maybe in the other universe, they didn't get a fish; they got a loaf of bread. <laughs> right. You know, whatever it is, or uh, 
I, a friend of mine, I remember he grew up, oh, where, where did he grow up? I forgot where he grew up, but he, he remembers an, an early memory of him as he had an onion in one hand and a handful of lard in the other, sitting in, in the dirt. That was his, his lunch. Right. I'm like, okay. So, I, whatever. <laughs> He's a cool dude. He used to be the singer of my band. Anyway, that's, uh, that's just that, that third world, man. So, um, I don't know. When Vision comes down, um, there's the whole thing, what are you for Halloween? He's a booger. Yep, that's it. Okay, great. But he was basically saying he's going out to do the neighborhood watch. She is very taken back by that. Like, I didn't know that was happening. Which, okay, if she's controlling all these people and controlling the situations, then if she doesn't know it's happening, then she must know something is up. Or thinks she's really just losing it because it's just way too much to hold on to. I mean, she's already confused about Pietro showing up looking like, you know, somebody else. Or we can so... kind of just take her at her word that she's not in control of everything. She could just... Mm -hmm. I'm still from... She could just be taking advantage of the situation that she's in. Right. And yes, but there's still a level that she is controlling. So there's... I'm not saying she's got everything, but she's able to. So when things fall out of her grasp, she's getting very confused. No, yes, exactly. You know, in this situation, she's extremely confused. So, you know, is he actually going to go off to Neighborhood Watch? Okay, well, I didn't know about that. Why don't I know about that? That's strange. Okay. Um, so at this point, they're all, they're all pretty much wearing their costumes. you got her son. Uh, what's it, Billy? He's her son, Wiccan. Um, you've got the other son, Speed, mm -hmm. you know, who's got the powers that, you know, the same as Quicksilver. Yep. They even dress the same. Like, he's, um, Pietro's clearly grooming the kid to be, like, a new him, and then the powers just happen to fall right into place. Yeah. So, that was interesting. Um, but they're getting there. And then we start seeing this whole thing with, um, back at, Sh at Sword, right? So, Sword's there, and Hayward is just, like... You know, he wants to take out Wanda. He's like, if we take her out, this will fix everything, right? And then there's that whole thing back and forth where, of course, Kat Dan Denning can't keep her mouth shut, Darcy, and she's just, like, ripping on him. So they get kicked out. I, there was one line in there where it was like, oh, okay, so you're here. So who's the sassy best friend? And then Jimmy comes up and he goes, you did this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Was he the sassy best friend? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it was they didn't play it up enough for that to be the joke no so it seemed like that's where they were going with it but they didn't they didn't they didn't close that joke off so that's why i was kind of like was that the point or is my mind just funny and made it that way like he's the sassy best friend i think i, I think he's just supposed to be the sassy best friend okay what, right, what i'll take because it. what other role does he have on the show other than to be sassy well, I don't know. He said he knows how to hotwire a car. That might come in handy. Congratulations. Good for him. What I'm just saying, like, what other... <laughs> that and, What else is he... That and... Wasn't he learning close-up magic? Yeah. He, he knows magic. <laughs> close-up so magic. So he's gonna, he's gonna hotwire your car <laughs> and then pull a coin from behind your ear to distract you from the fact that he's hotwiring your car. Like, that's, that's, that's his role. So, uh, so the coin thing, I don't know if I shared this with you before, but it's really funny. Uh, so years ago, my wife was telling me about this creepy guy that she used to know, and she's like, yeah, he was always creepy. He was always pulling dimes out from behind my ear and stuff. And as she said that, I happened to have my hand in my pocket fiddling with change, and I had a dime. And in, and in like, one, without even, like, a second thought or a breath, 
I was like, oh, like this, and I pulled the dime out from her ear, and she freaked out and ran away from me. <laughs> it was just perfect timing. I was, I was, I was laughing too hard. Anyway, um, so as they're out there, they're doing their thing. You know, basically they get kicked out, and they they take a few people out. Right? Is that what happens there? They they knock out some of the guards and kind of go hiding in another van, yeah, pretty much, so they can that's, find out what's that's going the, on. That's, okay, that's what happens? That's they get kicked out. So yeah, in the happens. beginning, this Hayward guy, this this the uh, the director here, I. I have mm-hmm. I had some suspicions about him, but I didn't really want to bring him up bring him up because I I wanted a little bit more information before I actually said something. I don't have my suspicions uh-huh. about him anymore. I just think he's he's an agent. He's doing his job. He's doing his job a little bit more bureaucratic than you know most probably mm-hmm. would in his position. Um, right. He's he's very much doing what needs to be done. And it goes back to what I said a couple of weeks ago about I don't put anything past this agency and, you know, blowing this thing up and just destroying everything. They have no idea what's going to happen if they go through with their plan. You know, they want to kill Wanda. Right. They want to destroy this, this, the, the hex that's surrounding this town. And <laughs> not a good idea, but, yeah. you know, that's, that's, he's mm-hmm. just doing his job. I don't think there's anything, you know, mischievous about him at all. I just think right. I just think he's a guy well, doing his job. So, but well, 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 there were there were a lot of suspicions that he was he was like up to everything, and I'm thinking like maybe it's Mephisto. You know, maybe that's how they're going to introduce Mephisto okay. or something. Here, you gonna, know, like where are they going to go I with that? I want to talk like, about this for a second because you've said Mephisto. I've seen Mephisto out there. You know, usually after you and I do this, I go when I you know kind of look at to see what other people are saying. And I've seen right, I've seen Mephisto right. get thrown around. I don't like that idea. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. It would be so lackluster for a villain of that magnitude to come along mm-hmm. and say, What am I gonna do? I'm going to seize control over this town and make them all think that they're in a sitcom. Ha 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 ha. What what why well, right, why? Right. Why? Well, I I don't think that's I if if the if the theory is true that he's somehow involved, I don't think that's what it is. I think that something happened. Like, it, okay, if we're going to go down a rabbit hole of a potential what-if situation, I'm not saying I believe okay. this, but if they were to do it, I would not, I would definitely put it past, I would put it past Marvel in thinking that they wouldn't do it that lame, because that would just be way too I don't dumb. think that, they would, that would do it that like, lame either. Like Iron Man 2, you killed my father, now I want exactly. revenge style, you know, and that's, and that's not what we're doing here. Or even... So no, if anything, I'm think I'm wondering if there's some kind of connection there where something he did created this and he's on his way, something he did... Um, created this and he's like destroyed but trying to find a way to re-manifest mm-hmm. and come back that's my potential theory if he is somehow involved if not meh whatever because I mean there's that other reality in the comics back where the two boys themselves were somehow manifested from shards of yeah. Mephisto so I'm wondering if they're going to try to continue to work some of that into it where there might be shards of him or fractions or fragments of they him could do something. somehow involved they in this. They could potentially do something like that. I'm just coming from the standpoint of what is the point in a villain like Mephisto coming along and saying all these people are now going to be in a sitcom. That is my evil plan. That is so... Yeah, no, that's clearly that not is it. so... Clearly not 80s, 70s, 60s Bond villain. Like, that is the most ridiculous yeah. thing that I've heard. I, 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 I personally don't like it. I think there are better ways that you can introduce a villain like that. Especially coming off the hails of yeah. Thanos, your next big bad villain. Yeah. 
in the MCU is a guy who decides that every he wants to you know put an entire town inside of a sitcom for whatever reasons. I, no, I, the sitcom. The sitcom it. is all no. I don't buy it. No, that's not. I think that I think the sitcom itself is all part of her subconscious. Okay. She might not be controlling it and making it do the thing it's the things that it's doing per se, but I think it's subconsciously that she's doing. But the fact that it's able to happen, something sparked mm. that. Something started that. And I don't think it was just a mental breakdown. Okay. She, and like you said, I believe it's something that happened that she's taking advantage yeah, of. Absolutely. But absolutely. We shall I'm on see. the same page. There's as just you. so many different theories we could throw out there. So it's like something else happened that started this, and she's manipulating what she can given the powers that yes. she has. So. But a lot of it, it makes sense that a lot of the things that are happening are part of her subconscious. Because I, back to me thinking, I always go back to Eurotrip. Remember, remember the movie, the movie Eurotrip, where there was a guy in Bratislava, and all he knew was like old TV shows, old old syndicated shows. Not really. I don't. I don't think I ever saw Eurotrip. He's like, hey, he's like, hey. It, oh well, th th there's a part there in there, and it's like, hey guys, where's the beef? And he's like making all <laughs> these references to old TV. Because to him, it's brand new because it was a third world country and they were getting all the old stuff mm -hmm. just then. So that was the that was the whole joke. So I kind of thought of Sokovia as that type of situation. Um, just, you know, they're so used to watching the old stuff that we watched on Nick at Night because that was their reality. That's what was new for them. They didn't get the new stuff. They weren't watching, you know, Batman and anything else that we watched. Right. You know, they were watching Bewitched, you know, because that was the newest. I mean, we watched it at that time, too, because we were privileged and had like every channel in the world when cable came out and was like a big deal. Anyway, let's uh let's keep moving down this path of the show itself. Um so they start she starts testing him. Do you remember that guy who did this always used to steal your shoes and right off the bat he's like you're testing me and <clears throat> it's still she still doesn't get her answer. Like she was testing him and he called her on it but he still never answered. No. He so I'm like, answer. okay, why didn't, why didn't it go anywhere? Why didn't it go I don't anywhere? Know. And it's like, you know, why do you, and then she asks him, like, why do you look different? He's like, you tell me. And that's where he kind of explains that, you know, um, he was basically out there running around, got shot in the street, and then he heard her calling so, him, right? again, something that we... Well, that's later on he talks about it. Yeah, yeah. again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to move backwards a little bit. So another thing with him, you know, the whole you tell me thing, so last week, when we were discussing the episode, I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed it when I went back and I watched it again a few days ago. I watched the episodes back to back because I wanted mm -hmm. to see if we missed anything. At the end of the episode, right. there is the, 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 we're in the sword you know, compound thing and the alarms are going off that there's an intruder. And that's when he rings the doorbell. So right. he might have come in. Like at that moment, like he was just so fast that he just ran by everybody and just ended up at her door. That could mm, definitely okay. be a thing, because otherwise, you know, why are the alarms going off and the voice is going intruder or breach or whatever it is? And then all of a sudden, right, right, you know, Quicksilver's at the door. That's one thing. Another thing, too, right. that I want to move back a little bit before they have their conversation and they're on the street and they're doing the whole trick or treating thing. Yeah, yeah, I went a little too far. They're on the street, and they're doing that. the whole That's, trick or treat thing, and Quicksilver and Speed, they're going around, and they're stealing candy. They're pulling silly string on all over everybody. Yeah. They're smashing the pumpkins, and we get Marv. That's his name, right, Marv? 
Herb. Herb. Thank you. Herb. Thank you very much. Herb. Yeah. And yeah, Herb's there dressed up as yeah, Frankenstein's monster. And he's monster. looking at Wanda. Is everything okay? Yeah. Do you want something changed? I love that, that line. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So are there, my, my thing is now I'm thinking, are there people in the town that are in the know? That oh, oh better better yet better yet so, better yet maybe it's a subconscious thing where there are people in town that are playing the role of somebody who's in the know right. but they're not really mm -hmm. operating with all their faculties right and I think okay. that's what's going on <clears throat> I mean we we saw that before when when Herb and Agnes were having that conversation yes. out out in the yard that's where it was really breaking down where. You know, there's either like full control or not so much. And obviously when, when they were inside and Wanda wasn't really controlling their minds and she was talking to um to mm -hmm. Monica, that's when when they started saying, Hey, is she inside with her, by the way? So I mean what you realize is they know what's going on. I mean we saw this with um with uh what was his name, Ron or or, or Whatever the 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 uh, the one at the at the um, yes. business, the one he was doing the yes. emails with Norm. Norm. So he's talking to Norm, and Norm knows. He's like, "Oh my God, what day is it? I've been doing this. They've been doing this to me. Like they know she's been in their head. They know that things have been happening. And you know, you even get the you know the scenes where it's like I go back to the stop it scene because that was the first creepy thing we saw in the mm -hmm. first episode was the stop it, stop it. She's actually crying. Please save his life. My husband is dying. Stop it. Stop it." Stop it. But she's like laughing it, but she's crying. Yeah. So like they are they are aware. Um again goes back to like we talked again about that movie Awake, you know, where it's like they can feel everything that's going on. They're they're witnessing it, but no, but they can't express it because they're being controlled in one right. way or another. So yeah, so Herb is definitely I, I think he's since he's playing the role so well, she's not really focusing on mm -hmm. controlling him as much. So he's able to say something like, oh, is everything okay? Do you need something, you, you want something changed? Okay. Um, all right, and that's when she obviously discovers that Vision's not on duty right. with the neighbor to watch. Oh, he's not on tonight. Okay, so all of that's kind of coming together. So she is, she is now super flustered. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think the whole thing with her, but I love her, but I think he's one of my favorite characters in the show um, as a side yeah. character. I mean, obviously, Agnes is is just amazing. Catherine Hahn like kills it, but um, I think I think he's great. Um, but I it, the way it's it's coming together, I'm like, well, what are we what are we really gonna do here? I mean, I feel like if he just kind of he's just kind of playing the part, so he's safe, you know. And the more that he continues to just kind of do what he's told, you know, he's he knows that he won't get control mm -hmm. anymore. You know, he still has a little bit of freedom, so I think he's kind of taking advantage of that. It's kind of like you know. You know, the, 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 the living people pretending to be zombies to walk through the zombie crowd. You know, not really realistic. Funny but, that you mentioned uh, um, zombie people. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, because... yeah. Right. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> so as we're going out there, um, Vision is basically walking through the town, and he's walking further away from the center of town where he starts seeing people who are not really moving too much. But the first you see is this woman who is repeatedly hang not hanging up a decoration, and her husband, who keeps picking up a pumpkin and putting it right. back down, and then picking up the pumpkin and then putting it back down. It, it, so 
it was funny because I was focused on her so much. I didn't see him in the background until the second time I watched it. I'm like, oh, man, that's so funny. But as she's doing it, tears are coming out yeah. of her eyes. Because, again, she's being controlled. And she, she knows, knows she's being controlled. And she's stuck there. And it's just like it adds a whole new creep factor to it. Again, it's just every time you see these people freaking out inside, like crying out because they're trapped, you know, through their mind, you know. And, but yeah, this scene was was definitely creepy. She looked familiar too. I, I can't think of what else I've seen she does her look in. Familiar. That woman. I want. She she um, does look familiar. I wanted to yeah, look her was, up. I just never got around to doing it. Yeah, me neither. But it is what it is. Um. Yeah, the the, the so, outskirts. Yeah, the this, outskirts the, of this town is completely zombified, and you. I can't mm-hmm. even say that you saw this in a lot of old sitcoms because you you saw a lot of. You saw a lot of stock footage from old sitcoms. You saw, you know, people walking down the street or right. the neighbor, you know, cutting his grass or, you know, the same car keeps on driving by over and over and over again as the seasons go on. You did see little things like that if you really wanted to pay attention to old sitcoms, but you never saw, mm-hmm. you never saw it on repeat. You know what I mean? Like you never saw it just keep right. on c- continuously going. I'm really tired. I apologize if I'm fumbling over my words right now. So this was really this was really jarring to me, but it didn't super like this super clicked, but it didn't really really clicked until he's even further away, and you just have all of these people frozen in time. It was mm-hmm. so weird because it's like okay, they know it's Halloween, like all of these people know it's Halloween, but they're still stuck in whatever repetition they're in, or. Even when you get a little right. bit further away, you have all the kids and everything, and they're all dressed up and they're running around, and they're they're not running. They're in the motion of running, but they're not moving anywhere. And then there's that really weird lady who's just kind of staring up at a street light. It's right. It's the creep factor is definitely going through the roof on that one. It's so weird, and I I right. really I really didn't know what to make of it. Is it just it's just just one of those things where oh well, they're not. They're not background characters right now, therefore they have nothing to do. So they're going to do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. That was the only yeah. thing I could think of. That was the absolutely mm-hmm. only thing I could come up with. I have no other... I, I'm lost on that one. I'm lost, man. I have no thoughts at all of why these people are so just... Yeah. It, static. Like, what happened? They're just... Well, they're well, well, because they're stuck there. It's just like, um, think of it like, uh, watch an old cartoon, right? Or everybody uh, watch a video game, you know. And in the video game, what they have is they have like the main characters that you're interacting with, but the background characters are just like, it, it's basically four different characters duplicated a bunch of times and they're like walking around bumping oh into walls God. and walking through each other and stuff like I that. I never thought. So that's what that. this is. No, that's exactly. They're they're just background characters. They're not even supposed to be interacting. So since they're since they're not really necessary because they're not in the center where Vision is or anybody else that she's trying to put on the show for, you know, they're just there to kind so of they fill haven't a been spot, loaded yet. You know, or like that. <laughs> yeah. So that's so for example, my way, girls and I we were playing a great uh, way to think about it. I never because I'm a gamer and I can't yeah. believe that I never. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, my my daughters and I have been playing the old Spider-Man 3 game mm-hmm. on the Wii lately. 
um, mainly because the other game I had just wasn't working, and I've been trying to resurface it, and I've been, I, I did resurface it, but now it's not playing at all, so I'm like, Ugh. Anyway, um, so I'm playing Spider-Man 3, which is actually not bad. They introduce a lot more than just what's in the movie, so I like it. You know, they had, like, the lizard in there and stuff, too. But anyway, dimensions? as we're playing it, it's just funny. No, 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 this is Spider-Man 3 I'm talking about. Shadow Dimensions is the other one, the one that I'm resurfacing. Oh, oh okay, all right, um, okay. But, yeah, so, anyway, this this whole thing... As I'm going through Spider-Man 3, it's just, it's so cheap because you, you, if you're doing side missions, you're going through it, and it's the same guy who's like your informant, you know, shady looking guy. His accent changes every time you see him, but it's the same guy, he makes the same movements, does mm -hmm. the same stuff. Okay, they make him, they change him up a little bit, but all the other people, there's only like four other people, like four other people that they look like, and they keep changing the accents and the voices, um... They make the cops look unisex, so they could be a man or a woman. You just don't you don't right. really think about it until they speak, and you're like, oh, okay. So it's just they don't put effort into these extra characters because they're not crucial to the story. They're just there I in the background. Never. So that's what she's doing here, which she's just keeping them animated, just keeping them there. So if you happen to pass by, you just see them there. But if you're walking up to them and trying to communicate, they're just oh going to stare God, because they're not they're not able to move. Wow, wow, yeah. No, it's that's why I when I saw them I'm like oh that's really cool you know why bother making them do things you don't need to because they're not in the, they're not in the spotlight so kudos man gee damn wow um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway what was your thought on the commercial so it's 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 a spoof of if anybody remembers it's a spoof of Golgurt remember Golgurt. From back in the '90s or or the early 2000s, it's a spoof of Golgurt. And another thing, and I can't. And we were just talking about you know NPCs and in, in video games or like background characters of video games. When all of his the, the little kid there and he's trying to eat the thing and he can't get it open and he can't eat and all of a sudden he just withers away to a skeleton. The first thing I thought of, if anybody out there has played Undertale, the first thing I thought of was Sans. But then you know my mind just completely blanked and I was like, no, that can't be it because this isn't that kind of television show. And it just kind of I dismissed it. Um, I really have no rhyme or reason behind a television show. It's the first one that we've had that doesn't involve the um the man and the woman, the 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 main characters who who play in the television shows. It's also the only one that we haven't had that doesn't directly correlate with something that has happened in Wanda's life that we know about. So I'm thinking of well, maybe maybe this has to do with the the event that happened that we don't know about, like. We were talking, like, a couple of weeks ago and last week about there is an event that happened that set her off, that set her on her path to go get Vision. And my, th my thought was, maybe this commercial has something to do with that. Like, like maybe, maybe she's not getting what she needs out of life. And she herself was starving for it, and she's trying to avoid at all cost, ending up... A, a hollow shell or something like that. That's just me spitballing on that. I have no idea if, if that's right or wrong, but it's 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 the only commercial that we've had so far that I can't really tie anything to. Everything else has been oh, this has to do with right. this, this has to do with that, and it was relatively simple. This I didn't know, right. and that's that's kind of what I came up with when I was walked yeah. away. It was it was tough. It was tough. It was tough to grasp, and I think that, that is the is whole point. Exactly, mine too. That is the entire point. So, um, first of all, I'm going to say, I really, I was really hoping that that was Chris Evans doing the voice of the shark, because I would have laughed my butt <laughs> off if that was true. It's not. 
Um, because I like at first I was like, it's like, hey kid, and I'm like, oh my god, if that was Captain America, mm. that'd be so funny. Um, it's no. definitely not. Um, it's some other dude. Um, his name is Adam Michael Gold, and does not look anything <laughs> like him, nor does he actually sound like him. I was just, I really hoped it was him because that would be a cool little Easter egg that he just kind of popped in just yeah. to play a shark. Um, but anyway, um, I, I, on top of that, I was so I basically came up with the kid's too weak to open his yogurt, and he doesn't. Yo, magic. <laughs> But, so I watched it again, I watched it with, with my wife last night, and she goes, well, it makes total sense. I mean, as, as the show's gone on, Wanda keeps on losing her grip. And I'm like, oh. So she's losing grip. So much where she can't open up a yogurt to not die. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, so it could just be metaphorically losing grip. You know, she can't grasp it anymore. Like, she's really just like, she's barely able to hold on to things okay 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 Which, okay okay it, <laughs> then then there's the end of the episode exactly which kind of blows that's, my mind that's, if that's the case i was but. just about to bring that up okay <laughs> she's losing grip but then we have the end of the episode and that kind of are you sure she's losing grip yeah. or <laughs> um i think it makes a little bit of sense if either wanda or scarlet witch is losing grip i don't think it would be both like if you yes. want to say if you want right. to say and you that's... want to say wanda is losing her grip on reality um, I would absolutely mm-hmm. agree with that as far as Scarlet Witch right. losing her grip on whatever it is that she's creating here. No, she mm-hmm. is in complete control right. of what she can be in control in. You know what I mean? And that brings us, yes, and that brings us back to our theory. I mean, if that's the way we're going to think and that's the way we're going to go, then that brings us, that basically validates the theory we had that there is a struggle between Scarlet Witch and yes. Wanda Maximoff. So it's very much like Phoenix, yeah. yeah. Um, where there's that struggle between the two. You know, there are there are two sides. You know, when the trauma takes over, and this happens a lot in lots of stories and in reality, um, where the trauma is too much for someone to take, and then another identity starts to take over. Um, we saw that in Split. I mean, obviously, Split was really um, on a whole different level when it comes down to you know DID mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, <clears throat> multiple identities. But in here. Um, I can really see that being the case here where Wanda herself is really losing grip and not able to hang on. And that's when, you know, Scarlet Witch has to take over a lot more, which will definitely. Yeah, we're going to get there, too. Um, But this is where they get back into their conversation, you know, um, Wanda and Pietro, um, where she (laughs) I love the line. She goes, what happened to your accent? What happened to yours? I mean, which has been the question, which has been on the question, the question on everybody's lips, you know, since we saw Endgame. Like, what? What happened to yours? Okay, and that's when he talks about shut up on the street, and next thing I heard was you calling me, and she showed up, or he showed up. So he's asking okay. a lot of how much do we believe? How much do we understand? Asking... Yeah, he's asking so many questions, and that's why that's why it's like, well, the theory that he's, I mean, that he's not who he says he is could be true to a point. But, I mean, what's he trying to get at? I don't know what his angle is and why he's asking all the questions. I but have then a again, to why he's asking all the questions. I would have a ton of questions, too, if I thought I was dead and I wasn't, I wasn't dead. And well, I, I don't know. He, so, okay, what's your theory? So, I don't think you can say that he thought he was dead. If we're going on the theory that he's from a different universe, mm-hmm. obviously, obviously yeah, he, he was not dead. But he's asking a lot right. of very personal questions that's kind of, uh, on one hand, it's diving into her psyche and it's playing up her ego a little bit. 
And at the other hand, mm. on the other hand, he's trying right. to get some information out of her to, you know, what exactly is going on here. He's trying to break in. Yeah, and the way he's doing it too is just like you know he's saying like, well, kudos to you. Like, he's I'm impressed. You're doing a great job here. He's like, that's amazing. Playing up her ego. He's telling her exactly. He's telling oh, her exactly. exactly what she wants to hear in this moment. There's, in my yeah. opinion, in my well, opinion, there's really only one reason for that. And I, he, I'm going way out on the limb here. He might be working with Xavier. Hmm. Yeah, he there's might, a possibility why there. Why else would you? Okay, you're in this. You're you're in this predicament, mm -hmm. and and you're going in, and you're asking a lot of very specific personal questions. That's doubt. That's delving into her psyche. Mm hmm Yep. Just. A I theory. mean, that would make sense. Just a theory. That's a good theory. I mean, if they're gonna tie, if they're gonna tie the X Men, and there's no exactly. way they're not gonna have Professor X. Exactly. So and I it mean, makes. It's just I, I'm I'm really, uh, I here's and here's a, I I'm really th th this is the first this is the first crossover they've done, <clears throat> I mean because you don't want to count Chris Evans as no. as Johnny Storm, um, but this is the first official crossover they've done between X Men and everything we've seen in the MCU since the birth of it with Iron Man mm -hmm. back in two thousand eight, so how we kept asking how are they going to do it how are they going to introduce this. And even though they've already done it, we're still going, okay, how are they going to introduce this? <laughs> you know, there's still so many questions. Even though they've done it, we're still asking questions. See, Is that a good thing th or a bad thing? Uh, well, my wife would say, my, my wife would say last, like she did last night, she goes, as she sees, like, you know, we'll say Vision walking towards the perimeter there. She goes, oh, my God, if he gets there and it's another episode, I'm done watching the show. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, they keep on leading up to nothing. And I'm like, no, they, they drop enough. But I'm like, that's the whole point. I'm like, honey, this is a this is a one-season series, they, you know, that's going to give us part you, of a story. They're giving you a lot of information in a single episode, while at the same time they're leaving you wanting a lot more. They're doing a very good exactly. job at doing and that's, that. That's, I, don't think, I don't think she's comfortable with that anymore. <laughs> we, don't, we don't watch shows like this together anymore. So I think she's just, you know, maybe because it's because the last time we watched a show like this, mm -hmm. we were binging. So it was like, oh, what's going to happen next? What's right. Walter White going to do now? It's like, well, we'll right. find out in two seconds. <laughs> you know? But here, it's like we're watching them as they come out, which is not something that we've ever really done together. So... Yeah, yeah, it's just there's there's an addiction to it, but you know what's going to happen, where are we going with it? But I mean, before we get too far into, you know, I I, I see where you were going. Um, we, we see that Speed, her son Tommy, gets Speed. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Don't go don't go past Ellis very Avenue. Very specific. Okay. What? Yes, very <laughs> specific. Don't go past Ellis Avenue. All right. I was a little surprised she was so specific about it, but. Okay, and then we start wondering, why is Hayward tracking Vision? Okay, now another thing that I don't even think I wrote any notes on it um, is the whole talk with Monica Rambo about, like, she wants to go back in there again, and they're like, no, your cells yeah. have changed. And we're talking about radiation, and we know that her mother's nickname was Photon. It's like, okay, we know what's going on here. You know, because she went in and out and all that stuff, it has changed things in her and with that radiation, 
we see that she is Which going is to be photon. Very got it. Very so th- mutant like definition of the way that this is rewritten her on a DNA level. Like, right. It's so on the nose. <laughs> well, same same with the Hulk and all yeah. that stuff too. Yeah. So, but that's that's what they're getting at, and it's it's good. That's what they're doing, and I, I like that they've introduced that. I mean, if they didn't put in the whole photon thing on um. Oh my god! I keep forgetting her mother's name. What was her mom's name? Who Rambo? Somebody yeah, I Photon I, Rambo. I, I, I figured um, first whatever. name as well. I, I I feel like I've only watched Captain I Marvel I twice. Only watched it once, honestly, in the theater. That's, and I think I think I watched it with you yeah. in the theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah we saw it together. Oh yeah, because we watched Ant Man and the Wasp mm. before we left. And I remember like we we watched the whole movie just to yeah. get to that end scene. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and how cool that was. But anyway, um. So yeah, we find out Speed's got speed, okay, and then why is Hayward tracking Vision? We still don't know all of what's going on there, and it started making me think that maybe Hayward put something in Vision, you know, one, that he could track him with easily, and two, like, I think I feel like the whole Vision thing was a setup. Like, Hayward knows a lot more about what's going on well, than he's telling he anybody. And that's I think, why I he's so defensive about it. And I think that's the whole point, is that he's he's... He's going to try to use Vision against her in one way or another, or for whatever he wants to do. So, but Vision himself is obviously pretty tough here. So, as he gets out, he starts, he's over there at the cul-de-sac, he sees all the frozen people. Is that your children? Are those your children? What are you doing here? No answer. So he goes ahead and he just, you know, suits back up, or de-suits, whatever you want to call it. Flies up and sees Agnes over there, and we get to that scene that we saw that really freaked me out when I first saw it. And I've been waiting to see like what the context was around it. And she's just sitting there. She goes, her line is great. She's kind of staring off town square scare. Where is it? <laughs> uh, town square. Huh? <laughs> Must've taken a wrong turn. <laughs> so I want to, I want to okay. go back and for just... a second. And I want to um, piggyback on something that you said that um, Hayward might've put something in vision. This, I mean, where oh, okay. he would have put something in Vision while Vision was, you know, laying out in pieces on the lab. In pieces, which yeah. goes back uh-huh. to my thing. They, they were clear. I think that he was going to be rebuilt for a weapon, right? Like I, I, that's the implication here. He was going oh, yeah. to be rebuilt to become oh, yeah. a weapon. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all I wanted to say. Why course, else would you put a tracking? Was it sentient, exactly. sentient why weapons? Why else would you put a, why else would you put a tracking, <laughs> tracking exactly. device on him? I mean, it's not like... I'm wondering how functional mm-hmm. he would be without the Mind Stone. I mean, that's a thought. I don't know. I, I don't exactly well, know how how functional he would be without that. But still, like, <laughs> to, have, to have a piece mm-hmm. of Stark tech at your disposal and not use it, you would be out of your mind. And yeah, okay, he has a living will mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to be used. I'm almost positive any government entity would be able to have that thrown away with a court order. That's not that's not going to be a problem at all. That's going to be explained oh, of away. Of exactly, course. of course. And I think that's what they're pushing for. Is there's always going to be a fight between who's using it for for good or for evil or whatever they exactly. think they're using it for. Is that something like that shouldn't exist? I mean, we can even go back to like Back to the Future, where Doc says the time machine had to be destroyed. It was causing too much of an issue. But then, but, but the interesting thing was, then he arrives in a train, a time-traveling a time traveling train. I'm like, yeah. you just kind of, like, immediately negated. Yeah, pretty much. Just, oh, okay, but anyway, anyway, that's back my, to the future. My, my thing is, um, but, my but thing... the point is, 
anything in the wrong hands, you know, anything can be used for good or bad in the wrong hands or whatever. You know, does it make more sense to just, like, try to see, keep fighting and keep it in the good hands? Or does it just make sense to just not have it at all? That is a big that's question. that's a big question and of just everything in the My world. thing here is... If we come to find out that Hayward was going to use the Vision's corpse, the Vision's body, the pieces, whatever you want to call it, and turn it Mm -hmm. into some type of weapon, is Wanda then in the right for stealing his body? To keep it out Mm -hmm. of Sword's hands? No? Tomatoes, tomato. Uh, I mean, that's it. You don't know, because we still don't know where she is, like where her mind's at. We don't, you know, you know, we, she probably didn't have the mindset thinking, oh, they're going to use his body for this. She might've just been, you know, going nuts and saying, I want his body. He belongs to me, you know, or she was thinking that. And then when she went through or whatever happened to her, just kind of knocked her out and she forgot what her mission was. I'm, 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 I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I, have no I idea. would much rather, I would much rather the vision be in the hands of, um, Wanda than sword mm. it's a lesser of two yeah. right now mm. well i don't know i don't know where we're at with sword because is nick fury well, nick working fury, with sword? shield i think i mean shield doesn't exist well, anymore shield went down shield, shield is shield is scrolls now so <laughs> shield shield is a bunch of scrolls yeah, now well i don't know if i don't know if if shield he was on the Are ship. Are you sure about he that? He was on the because... ship with the with the people and every. Oh, what 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 it was? Yeah, did it did it say shield it's on it? It's Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Or did it wasn't sword? I'm just. Maybe he's sword now. Maybe he's tired of just you know blocking and he wants to be more offensive. Hmm. Ah, that was my theory. My theory is that it's even now. If, it's now sword. Okay, even even so, even if that's I'm not the really case, sure. I don't think. I think Nick Fury would respect both Vision's wishes and Tony Stark's wishes. I that's what I think on mm-hmm. that part. I don't think that Nick Fury yeah. would just sell would just would just sell that you know that part of 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 Shield. Oh. I don't think he would do that. Okay, so do you think that Nick Fury is going to show up here and and block the sword? <laughs> could be. <laughs> could be. Uh, I'm just. I'm, be nice if we finally saw him again, because in the entire Spider-Man movie, he wasn't even there. Yep, pretty much. It was just a scroll. So I, I don't know. I mean, be kind of cool to see see him again. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we we uh we have to see how they start to unfold this. I mean, obviously the story's already written. It's already shot. They're just releasing it the way they are, and Disney has us eating out oh, of yeah. their hand right now because this is. Some of the stuff, like, not not much of the things no. in here have been lazy. You know? I, I think the only laziness we've seen so far is the whole, like, hey, I think they might have skipped the 90s. Yeah. You know? But I, I don't know, because they also age these kids a bunch of times. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing with it. I mean, a jump like that, <clears throat> the kids going from 0 to 5 to 10 to whatever they are now, because it's a whole new decade... Uh, you know, it could have been more than a decade. It could have been 15 years. There we go. That breaks through, you know, the decade. Well, they're, but they're super people. I mean, anyway, we can't... <laughs> if, if we, if we start picking people. apart them and their yeah. superpowers, then we got to start picking apart every Marvel character and their superpowers and say, you know what? This really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And we would mm-hmm. be sitting here for hours doing that. 
So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But the thing is, I, this all goes back to what I said about Iron Man. It was Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie was so much more believable than all the other ones that have come out after it. So they did a really good job slowly getting us comfortable with the technology, saying, you know what, a mechanic who re- who's got a lot of money and can build something like this, that's realistic. And then as it goes on, <laughs> next thing you know, his suit's made out of t- t- entirely out of, like, nanobots. And I'm like, but, but guess what? We're okay with it. Because we got okay with Thor mm-hmm. and everything else afterwards. So, I mean, never mind the fact that the Vision is, is made of vibranium, which he doesn't look like he's nope, made of vibranium. Not at all. <laughs> and, okay, but whatever. It is what it is. The whole thing is we've gotten very used to it, and we've learned to... They did it in a way where they didn't just throw everything at us. Unfortunately, DC's method was to just go like hard, hard and heavy right off the bat. They're like, oh, they already accept superheroes, let's just do this. I'm like, ugh, you know, but again, ugh, I hate, I hate having to compare these two, but it's just DC has to, has to find their own well, get, niche, get you know, if they're going to grab us again. Get and after I'm seeing it. the trailer, after I'm seeing the trailer, oh I have not, have you but seen I was going to say, I was going to Snyder cut? get used to making the comparisons oh. because tease for what's going to be coming from us in the future. We will be <laughs> talking about the Snyder cut at some point, so. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean didn't we just didn't we watch justice league again recently like I, in the past few we months were, yeah we thought yeah. we did but anyway um yeah no yeah so the then the justice league snyder cut it's it looks like a whole different movie it looks it, it's like they redid the whole thing and said you know it, it, it was the only way they could retcon it they literally retcon the entire film well I don't know either. I'm not a huge Snyder fan, but I mean, from what I'm seeing so far, there's some really cool things I would have always loved to see in mm-hmm. a movie with Batman and Superman. So we will see what we happens. We'll get there. Um, I mean, black suit Superman is already like, ooh, that makes me happy. You know, never mind everything else. But I mean, hey, we're we're gonna we'll talk about that in another podcast. Um, so. He's over there talking to Agnes, and he basically takes off the whammy. Big gasp of breath. Okay. And she's like, oh my god, you're one of the ve- the Avengers. You're Vision. Are you here to help? And he goes, yeah, I'm Vision. I am here to help. Yeah. But what's an Avenger? Yes. Well, it makes sense. I mean, <sighs> he did say he can't remember so, his life. It does make sense because he, he hasn't known anything. He, he can't remember anything exactly. about his life before he entered into Westview. Oh, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still thinking... And that always that always freaks me out. That always freaks me out when you think about amnesia. You know, there's the whole thing when you see shows and situations like that where somebody has amnesia. And you're like, if they have amnesia, how do they know how to talk? Tie their shoes, well, chew their food. This is you no know, white properly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what confuses me. How do you not know your name, but this yet you know how to do all those other this things? This isn't amnesia. That's weird to me. This is him operating with a chunk no. of his brain that was missing. Oh, I know, I know, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just comparing it to other things I've seen that, that have confused me about that. Like, if it's a matter of just not, missing a part of your brain or whatever, I mean, yes. he's been lobotomized, we get that. And the way that the people are acting there, they've basically been, like, temporarily lobotomized. It came out back in the 80s with Harrison Ford, and he had amnesia. And I guess he was like a he was he was he was just a terrible person. Like he was a terrible husband, terrible father, and then he gets amnesia and all of a sudden he's like a great guy. 
Was that regarding Henry? It was like 91. I thought that movie came out Um, in the 80s. Well, maybe it was 91. Uh, Dysfunctional survives. Suffers from retrograde amnesia. He slowly regains movement and stuff like that, and he comes back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, regarding Henry. 1991. I saw her once when I was younger. And, um... (laughs) Yeah, didn't really. I, I didn't really have your thoughts about amnesia. I was more along the lines of, well, I was one of the lines of, how do you know who you are? Why are you believing these people? What is going on? But then again, I saw it when I was really young, mm. so I, I had no idea what I was thinking about back then. But anyways, right. I, I, I'm only bringing that up because you brought up amnesia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that's the whole thing. Is she's just like, she's like, she starts questioning, like, am I dead? Because you are? Okay, that's how it all falls into place. Because she's like, well, she knows he's dead because she... He was probably everywhere. ...knew the news yes. that the vision was dead. Yeah. And then, but she's like, he's like, I'm what? She's like, dead, 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 dead. <laughs> but she's not whammied at this point. She's just lost her mind. And I'm like, hey, don't freak out the powerful super synthesoid dude here. Like, <laughs> screaming dead at him. You don't know what he's going to do, but, and he's just like, as she's freaking out, she starts crying, you know, all is lost, all is lost. And she starts laughing, like laugh yeah. crying. And he puts the whammy back on and she instantly, instantly goes back to okie dokie neighbor. And she leaves. <laughs> and drives so off. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss because if I'm standing there and I take the whammy off of you and all of a sudden you start freaking out and you start saying that I'm dead, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take mm-hmm. you seriously i'm i'm gonna say wait wait what do you mean i'm dead what are you yeah. talking about i would i would be asking questions which he did mm-hmm. like if i'm vision in that situation right. i'm asking some questions like what do you mean i'm dead what are you talking about what happened what do you think happened because i especially him well he he already noticed that she was she was out of it i understand that she was out of it at that point and he didn't want to put he didn't want to put her through any I more understand that. turmoil. But we're talking about somebody who has openly admitted on mm-hmm. the television show that he has not he has no recollection of who he was before Westview. And now you have this person here who seemingly has right. some answers for him and he doesn't take the opportunity to get some answers mm. like just a little bit a little bit just yeah, a I guess little so. bit I guess so but I think what it comes down to is the same thing as um, every time we've seen Vision do really anything in any of the movies, and the reason why he was able to lift the hammer, he is more worthy than anybody else because he's not led by emotions, per se. He's led by, you know, what's right or what's wrong, like literally by a moral thing that's right, like a, I don't know, it's, it's strange. It's, it's, he has sacrificed himself completely. Take the stone from yes. me, Wanda. You know, just, you can do it. Basically said, destroy me, so he can't get it. Um, and then here, you know, which we get into, I mean, I guess we will just jump right into this part because we're discussing it, when he just goes ahead and he walks across the street and goes through there. He doesn't say, help me. He doesn't turn around help and go them. back in. He just yeah. says, help the, help the people. No, I understand help what them. you're saying. You know, and that's a huge thing about who he is. At this point, he's just like, these people are in pain. They need help. And obviously, he doesn't know who he is, what he is, or any of that stuff. And he's like, I'll sacrifice myself to save all these people that I know are crying while they're pretending to put up Halloween decorations because they're trapped. Like, everything that he's witnessed, you know, with Norm and with Agnes 
and with everything else, he's putting it all together. That these people are prisoners of Wanda. I understand what you're saying. One way or another. I, I, he's, and he's like, he's, he's you need to save noble. these people. He is not <laughs> led by emotions, and he wants to help everybody else before he helped himself. I understand all that, and I'm fine with all that. Mm-hmm. I'm just still saying, <laughs> ask something get get you're you're in this you're in this wonderful <laughs> situation where you can get some answers about who you were before westview take the opportunity and and you know what what do you mean i'm dead okay yeah uh, i'm gonna yeah. ease your suffering right now and mm-hmm. then slap the women back on that's, that's all i'm saying and to you my friend mm-hmm. i hate that he picked up that hammer <laughs> I hate that he picked up that <laughs> hammer. I wish I that never happened in that movie. I know. The only person that exactly well, because the only it took person that should have picked up that hammer up aside later. from Thor was Cap. <laughs> and they completely robbed him of that. And mm-hmm. I I I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Hey, was Dinklage able to pick up that hammer? Ooh, that's a good question. When he made it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> that I'd be okay with. Anyway, that I'd be okay with. I mean, he made it, so why why not? Pardon me for getting the cat's name, but Dinklage. I I still can't get over the fact that I mean that they they made Dinklage a giant. It is. It's just it it's great. perfect. It's so awesome. Yeah. and he was he was great in it too. He's like, yeah, that's what dead means. <laughs> he was perfect. Uh, also, there's another crossover between X-Men and, um, and the MCU. But, um, okay, so let's see here. Hayward's last firewall is hiding something big. Yes, we get that. And that's when Pet- Pietro starts saying, where have you been hiding all these kids? This is where he starts talking yeah. about, like, you know, good for you, you've been doing great. But he's, he asked that question, where have you been hiding all these kids for it so long? It is a valid question. It's a very valid question, because even... In the last episode, that's where Vision's like, where are all the other Oof. children? Well, but he comes back and he's like, oh, makes sense to kind of, you know, keep them hidden until you actually need them for something like no sense wasting all that energy trying to keep them up. And this is where it's like, okay, he's really digging for information here to find out what she's doing, how she's doing it. So yes, and I think it's so, so he I. can save people. It's, it's, he's recognizing that she's having a total mental breakdown and he's, he's there to save which does lead into your theory about Professor X. Well, it, it, you know? it, the only reason so, why I say Professor X is because, spoiler warning for anybody who, you know, doesn't know a little bit of the backstory behind Wanda and um, Quicksilver, <clears throat> um, Magneto was their father. Mm-hmm. Originally, I thought that if you were going to, mm-hmm. if, if originally <gasps> I thought that no. if you were going to do a crossover <laughs> like this, you bring in Magneto because there's a family tie-in. Now I'm thinking that it would make more sense mm-hmm. if it was Xavier because you have Quicksilver in here, and I agree with you that Quicksilver is trying to save people who are in this town. I think he's doing it at the behest of Xavier, and it makes more sense for it to be Xavier because if Magneto came across something like this, he would weaponize it. He would absolutely take advantage of this entire situation, oh, of especially, he would. especially if, if, of course, he aspe- would. Oh, of especially Fastbender, if, if, <laughs> if Magneto gets sucked into this world and he realizes what's going on he takes one look at the Sokovia Accords and then realizes what Wander is doing oh my god it's war and he's gonna absolutely no it oh, absolutely yeah. not I, uh-huh. as much as I love the character of Magneto yeah. that's not what we that's not what this needs right now 
th- th- I don't want that. No, I we don't, don't want, want that at all. So we don't that's, want this. No. That's the, I think what's great about Magneto, and we and we saw this especially in the earlier X Men films. I mean, we might as well jump into it while we're talking about this now. Anyway, is that he was never. Uh, no, he was never a horrible person. Yes, he just wanted what was right for his people. You know, and I and I love that. Throughout throughout those other movies, when you saw him and Xavier and Charles get together, mm-hmm. they were civil. Like we disagree, we we completely disagree with each other's you know um, ways of doing things. But there's a there's a love and respect yeah. that they've always had yeah. for each other. I always go, back. Um, which you know definitely got dicey. got go dicey in Days of Future Past. I always go back to that scene in Days of Future Past where they break um, Vespender out of prison. And they're on the plane, and fast, and he just right. lays into him. Where yes, were yes, you when I, I was back. in prison? When everybody got rounded up and they were all killed, you exactly. were hiding. Hank was hiding. You did nothing, and it was just mm-hmm. like, oh my god. So exactly, it, it was. It was that it scene was, was amazing, crazy. But no, we don't scene. need that right now. And that's when Wolverine goes. You can. Eat. Wolverine turns <laughs> and goes. You gonna pick all that up? <laughs> It's my, oh my, my favorite yeah. part of that whole movie. It's the best line. He's just sitting there, like, not even afraid. And he's like, you know, imagine if they were metal. Yes. You know, the whole bone claw thing. I thought that was great to see Wolverine and Magneto interact finally where he's got no power over him. You know, well, until later on when he shoves yeah. the rebar through him. Ugh. So, anyways, anyways, freaked me back out. Back to WandaVision because we're on a tangent right yep. now. So, where are you hiding all these kids? Where are you hiding all these kids? You know, how did you do it all? Yeah, he, wants he is some digging. Answers. He is digging. And then I love his line: "A big leap from giving people nightmares mm. and shooting red wiggly woos out of your hands." I, I, I'm pretty sure I laughed out loud. Um, but he says he's basically saying, "You can talk to me." He is doing everything he can to just play everything off as he's yep. just he's just her older brother. You know, that's it. Or no, not mm-hmm. older, but twin. I'm just your brother. You can talk to me. Like, come on, like, come on. But the thing is, he never really said anything that was proof that things were, you know, that he was him. He's just showing up and saying things. And that's, again, it goes back to where she's like, you're testing me. But he never answered her. And he's making stuff up. And she's like, that's not how I remember it. Like, nothing is matching up. Nothing is adding up. So when Vision gets to the border and he starts yelling out there, um, oh, she gets the death flashback, sees a dead him, which freaks her out. You know, which we ne- odd yeah, because never, we never saw, never him, saw dead. him dead. We saw his, his you know, we saw Aaron's yes. Aaron's body was shot up and everything laying there. Um, I guess he didn't see that coming. Um, but basically, he's there, and she sees that. She freaks out a second, and it just kind of further puts her into that whole "oh, you know, something's wrong with me" type situation, and gets her mind off of you know his line of questioning. We get Vision at the border. He's being torn apart, right? And that's when Billy hears him to his dad in pain and, you know, uses his power to stop his brother's speed. Yeah. Right. And he's like, whoa. And he's like, we got to get out of here. He's like, something's wrong with dad. And then, and then, then Quicksilver here comes up very, very much like a jerk and says, don't sweat it, sis. Right. Not like your dead husband can die twice. And she just takes him out. And that's why I was like, okay, like, yeah, he did cross the line there, you know, and she was also just like, that's the moment where, you know, eyes red, she's going full on Scarlet Witch, you know, taking over and just does what she needs to do. 
She totally professor. Everybody she professor freezes. X's everybody. Everybody freezes, and I love how you just put yep. that. She professor X'd everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at that point, she when it goes ahead and expands the uh, protective field, which I love this um, because I didn't notice it in this. Uh, well, yeah, I'll just keep talking, I guess. But she expands the whole protective field, the whole, you know, thing that's around them, mm. expands it out like a lot. Like, I'd say like at least a, a mile lot. on either on every direction. It's a lot. It's you know, a if lot. not more. It's a ton. And Darcy included, who was who was at this point handcuffed to the front of a Jeep because she was trying to fight against the sword guys. So Vision, as soon as he goes through it, he's okay again. You know, his body's fully formed because he was getting torn apart while he was over there. And it was just, it was a really, you know, love, crazy scene where he's love, just getting ripped apart. I love apart. the two Asians but who were running. here he is, fully and then as formed. as soon as the hex takes him over, they turn into clowns. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's the whole joke, and I laughed so hard. I'm like, they're basically saying yes, that this military exactly. is just a big circus, and they're all clowns. <laughs> I laughed so hard. It's like, what a way to just, like, totally rip the power away from these government officials. And it's like, yeah, they're just a bunch of clowns. <laughs> and later on, we just see more of it. It's just like, so now it's I, just a circus. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is a circus. And that's when I, I realized later on, when you finally see it all come out, you see that the whole force field is mm -hmm. a giant hexagonal shape. We never saw that before. All we saw was there was the force field here, some kind of energy field. That's it. But when I saw this, I was like, oh, wow, it really is just a big hex. That's pretty cool. You know? So she's got this big hexagonal shape around her and everything in there. And now they have a bigger population. Let's see how she handles all of that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, uh, I wasn't expecting that. Neither I wasn't was expecting I. it to get bigger. Not at all. But, I mean, at that point, like, she didn't see any other, any other choice, and she did what she had to do. Okay, well, again, we don't know who did it. Was it her? Was it Scarlet Witch? I mean, where are they going to go with that now? Um, what's going to happen to Darcy? You know, how is she going to fall into it? Be because clearly she's there, and she's stuck on the inside, so she's going to be a part of it. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely watched this episode a few times, but I given, mean, we'll see how it how it switches and how it changes. Given, given what do you think as a follow up? Vision was on the outside. You know when he kind of got to got a glimpse of everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm really hoping that he noticed Darcy, like, oh, you, you're you're new, you don't belong here, and just immediately takes the whammy off of her. I don't think I would be able to stomach her changing her character mm -hmm. right now, or you know her being motionless in the background somewhere i think that would be really cheesy um other than that i thought this episode was great the the hex expanding um, i'm on mm -hmm. your side i absolutely did not see that coming um yeah i've i'm i'm gonna ramble i'm rambling right now i gotta stop <laughs> no worries man but yeah i mean we'll I am. Last week it was you who was tired. This week it is me who no was worries. very, very tired. <laughs> yeah. No worries, buddy. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this up for the week anyway. But hey, thanks guys for for sticking around, listening to us, listening to Will ramble while he's passing out. Um, we will catch you next week. Um, do we have anything coming out this week, or did we just release one? Do we have anything coming out on Thursday? I don't know if we have anything set to release. Either way, 
We still have our Thursdays um, every other week. We have uh, the Chosen's coming out on, on Shabbat on Saturday. So keep an ear out for those. And uh, hopefully we can get some new stuff up here too. We will be talking about um, Dr. Sleep at some point soon. So if you haven't seen it, uh, take a listen or, I mean, take a view, watch it, and then we'll, uh, we'll discuss it. All right, thanks everyone. Have a good one. By the way, I just want to take a quick moment to apologize for today's audio quality on my end. I had an issue with my microphone setup where things weren't activating as they were supposed to. <laughs> we will have this fixed for our next episode. Thanks for your patience and your understanding. Have a great day. Life is unfair.